All right, I'm here joined by Coast Football, Matt Stats, here on the Talking Ball Y'all Picayune edition. This is going to be a little different this time. This is going to be a special episode, and I'm going to get the uh, layout of Coast Football from the man himself, Matt Stats. Thanks, Matt, for joining me. Hey, it's great to be here, uh, David, and to have a, a special uh, edition. That, that's great to, to have me on the special edition. I like that. Yeah, I figure it's about halfway through the season here. I, I mean, and you cover so much and get so much stuff out for Coast Football. Um, who better to have on than uh, you? And I'm so glad you're able to take the time uh, to talk with me. But uh, talk a little bit about what you do on a normal basis. I know you do some uh, Mississippi Gulf Coast stuff. and uh, So what's a normal week like for you during football season? Yes, for uh, for football season, we at all with Gulf Coast, this is our sixth uh, season with them. We started, I started back in 2005 with uh, calling high school football on the radio for a game of the week with Wayne, who I call to this day with. He's the, the play-by-play guy. I'm the color analyst. We did play uh, game of the week on W-O, uh, WAOY in 2005 when Hurricane Katrina came through. So there was a silver lining there for, uh, for what happened for the hurricane. I was able to get on the radio. So we started there, and then, like I say, six years ago, we, we did Game of the Week, and then we switched over to, uh, I think I got promoted, uh, we just got moved up to Juco football to call Gulf Coast uh, Bulldog football. Again, the sixth year we've been calling it. And so as far as, you know, I go there on Thursday, I have to take, you know, the, the vacation days to uh, for the road trips that we do, and they've had four of the first five games, you know, on the road this season. Uh, but it's, it's been great to, uh, to travel on the bus with them. Uh, went to the national uh, championship 2019. Actually, we went. We called the game, and they did win. Uh, got a watch, got a ring. So just to be part of the team, there were Coach Wright and the Bulldogs. Uh, it's just great to, to have that experience and to call it, you know, like I say, on every Thursday uh, here for uh, for the past six seasons. They've moved up in the rankings uh, this past week after their win. Or excuse me, they stayed at number nine in the nation. But so that's how you know my the weekly thing is to try to get a combination of JUCO football, which and then high school, which is my bread and butter, which I've been doing uh, since 2005. Uh, high school football, coast high school football. Yeah. So every week you you release the rankings, and actually you just uh, this is a we're doing this on a Tuesday in case we don't get it posted till Thursday or trying to get it posted tomorrow on a Wednesday. You released your rankings. Uh, so you release your rankings every Tuesday around six o'clock in the evening. Um, you said how long you've been doing the uh, coast football thing? The, the the Facebook page has been going since 2012, if I'm not mistaken. And I don't I don't look at the the numbers as far as how many people. In fact, I have it up here in front of me. I don't look at how many followers we I have. Um, but when it looks like there's 48, 38 people that like the page, and then actually 49, 58, 4,958 that follow. Uh, I guess get alerts when I post anything. So I do have a weekly ritual um, from on Monday. I used to do a week, uh, week in review, which I've kind of slacked off on that. Tuesday, it's always the coast. Tuesday, top 10. Uh, I always like to be consistent. So everything comes out at 6 o'clock uh, on Tuesday evening is the top 10, which we did this release this past Tuesday. Again, we're doing this on Tuesday. It was released tonight. And then Wednesday, I do the schedule. Uh, release a schedule with the rankings and the region records. And then Thursday is uh, my picks that I pick uh, every week. I pick every game 
as long as I have the coast team playing in it. And so that's research there that I have to do, and that all starts, you know, on Saturday. But Friday, of course, the games come out on Friday. Um, they are played. And I said, if you could uh, picture, you know, uh, at home, I'm at home at my headquarters is what I call it, and I'm listening and watching four to five games and updating on Twitter at Coast Football. And so I'm getting all these, you know, plays and updating on Twitter. Last week, though, it was a special occasion. Two weeks ago, excuse me, I went to the Iberville when Ocean Springs played the Iberville and went there and was on the sideline for most of that game before coming home and updating the, the fans that I have on Twitter, uh, which, again, I'm not – the number-wise, I'm not too much worried about. I'll do it if I have one follower. I'm up to 68-58. So, and then Saturday – and then I do stats on Friday night, try to come up with those different wow stats is what I like to, to have. And – Saturday is when I start the next week to start preparing uh, for the matchups. And then the, the rankings will come in. I got six other voters. It's just not me. And we have strength of schedules, you know, to do the ranking. So I don't think there's any other rankings on the coast, you know, that has coast, just strictly the 24 coast uh, teams. So I'm, I'm glad to be part of it and, and to do it, to put it out there for the fans. Yeah, it's something I always look forward to. Even before I was doing this, I mean uh... – Probably didn't know it, but I've been following you for a while on my personal Twitter. And then we developed this uh, Talking Ball Y'all Picking Post Game podcast thing this year. Um, Clay Sweet who and uh, Jeff Lossett, who actually have the Talking Ball Y'all stuff that, you know, they've been doing po- uh, podcast episodes for like three years now. So we jumped on board, me and Ricky Whitaker, and Ricky couldn't uh, join me tonight. But um, we tag team up and follow Picking. Getting back to your picks, um, do you, do you ever get messages from fans that are upset when you pick against their team? Uh, yes, they, they they do, which is good. I'm I'm glad that they do. I don't want everybody just to agree with me. I mean, I look in when I research these picks, I, especially in the non-region games. I mean, I look at the other teams of you know teams from the north or from Florida, Escambia County, uh, that Gulfport went and played. That's where Emmett Smith played at. Well, I mean, only so much research I can look, but I looked and see what their record is over there, what their rank is in the state of Florida. So I'm just not throwing it out there saying, oh, I like golf board as a coach team. No, I want to pick it. I want to get it right. And I've been doing this, you know, for this is my uh, six since 2016. I've been picking, you know, each week uh, all the games. And I, I've made my picks uh, this week. And, you know, I can give you a, a sneak peek here on a Tuesday. You know, on if you want to know, I'm picking in this week's games. But yes, every Thursday is the uh, the Statman, you know, picks. And some players, some players, some fans will say, "Hey, you know, pick my team because you haven't got them right." You know, you're not you're not respecting uh, a Moss Point. You know, if I picked against them last week. You know, this week they're playing at Green County. Uh, I have to see who I, I picked in that game. I am leaning toward Moss Point, even though they're on the road. So there are fans that say, hey, I'm glad you don't pick us. We're, you know, but just the interaction is, is great. And and the fans, you know, that's what I want. I want to hear their, their rankings like tonight. Okay, this is our top ten. What's your top ten look like? So, you know, it's always good. And, yes, you have those ones that, you know, uh, I only had to ban a couple couple people for using foul language. But, you know, it, it's – it's for the fans, by the fans, by by me. And again, the voting is six other voters plus the strength of schedule. So it's a combination of those. Uh, unlike Max Preps, who who does rank the teams in the state. Right. So yeah, I mean, it is good to get people. You, 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 who, if you're not passionate about your team or your school, 
I mean, I mean, you got to be. That's. Just, I mean, if you went there or you got kids that play there, you expect people to take it a little yeah. personal. But it's all good. I mean, it's all in fun. You just hope that they understand that. But I, I've been thinking about that one, and I was like, man, I bet, I bet he gets. And I did see a little bit on the Moss Point stuff. I started. I did see some people say some stuff, just kind of not bad, just saying, oh, uh, I guess we got to keep winning, so they'll, they'll, you know, they'll believe us or something, you know. But it, it, it's all fun. So um, it is. It is. That's what it's talking. That's what polls are for. I tell them there's no right or wrong poll. It's, it's for the fans, and no matter what number is by your team, be it number one ranked or, or 15th ranked, you still got to go out there and, and win the games. Right. So we're going to uh, break down um, each region um, as far as what coast teams are in, and we'll start with 1A. I know, I mean, there's eight teams in that region for 1A, and only one of them on the coast. We don't have a lot of small schools in our area as far as, like, 1A, no 2A schools. But that 1A school is Resurrection. How um, – What's their chances on the playoffs or their outlook on this season? Uh, they're, they've changed their offense up. They're not as, as size-wise. They're not as big as they have been over the, the years. Uh, so that's been a struggle there. I mean, ever since the 2014 season, they've, they've turned around and made the playoffs every year. In fact, we were there on the, on the field, or I was, for the championship that they, they did end up losing back in 2015. As far as this year, they are, you know, you have, you have Bay Springs and, like I say, Lumberton, who's a, who's a strong team there, and uh, Taylorsville, all of them are 3-0. and Then you have Mount Olive, Resurrection, and Richton are all 1-2, and two, and then Salem and Enterprise are 0-3. And, and so that tells you right there, there's, uh, you know, the top four, of course, in any region will make it. Uh, but their chances, I, it, it's just, if I had to say right now, this is a big week coming up as they'll play Richton, and Mount Olive. Now they'll be playing at Richton, uh, and Mount Olive is going to be a tough test. They have to win one of these next two games because playing Enterprise at Taylorsville, I don't see him. In this early look, two weeks ahead of time, I don't see him winning in those two uh, Enterprise or Taylorsville. But right now, uh, Richton and Mount Olive, the next two games, but coming up uh, away game at Richton against a three and four team, and they're four and two resurrection. So I would say they're. As years before, I would say, yes, they're a playoff team. But this year with a new offense, uh, and again, not as big as they have been up front uh, as, as a team, their chances of, of making it are not as good as, as previous years. But they still they still can make it. Yeah, I see they're they're tied in that. They know there's a three-way tie for uh, first, and then there's a three-way tie for fourth. So they're definitely going to have to beat Rich and Mount Olive, and if, if they – I mean, to have any hope at getting there. So um looks like it's going to be a tough, tough time for them. And I'll give a shout-out for Lumberton. You mentioned them. Lumberton sitting 3-0 and in that uh, top spot tied with uh, Bay Springs and Taylorsville. And that's – I mean, we, we don't consider them the coast because they're more in the Pine Belt. But for us in Picayune here, um, there is a lot of Lumberton fans close by us. So um, Lumberton's always a tough out there in 1A and or 2A, wherever they fall at in the uh, – when they do reclassifications, but uh, oh yeah, so Tim, we we actually my first high school state championship game that we go up to the state championship every year, me and Wayne, and the first championship game we called on the radio was Lumberton. We called their game back, uh, I believe it was 2000 when they won the the uh, the state championship. So yes, I'm familiar with Lumberton. It was 2010. Well, they won it 
2004, 2005, 2010. So I believe it was 2005, my first year on the radio, uh, when Lumberton won their, their third state championship. We actually called them on the radio, and it was one of those Friday games at 2 o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> or well, just an odd time there, of course. But, yes, Lumberton is very uh, much into it. I, they will make the, the playoffs, and uh, so we'll, it'll be fun to watch them. Right. Um, so we don't have any 2A teams that we cover here on the coast, and uh, so we'll move on into 3A. So it's uh, Region 8, uh, 3A, and uh, two teams on the coast are St. Stanislaus and St. Patrick. Um, so how's that 3A, uh, 8-3A shaping up for uh, on the coast? Well, they have seven teams in that region, but again, it does not matter what how many teams you have in a region, as we'll get to, they have five teams in a region. Top four will make the playoffs with the top two seeds getting a, a first-round home game and the next two seeds get a, a first-round away game. So Jeff, Jefferson Davis County, who's played a tough non-region, their overall record is, is two and four. Well, the overall record doesn't necessarily matter when you're talking about region play. They're two and oh, tied with West Marion. Then you have St. Stanislaus and Perry Central. They're tied at one and one. And then Seminary, oh and two, and St. Patrick. So really... I'm nothing against and I hate to say, well, these teams are down and out. They're not going to make it. Well, unfortunately, St. Patrick and Seminary um, are not necessarily going to make it. It's going to be the top four are pretty much set, uh, in my opinion. And St. Stanislaus, you know, lost a tough one uh, last week, leading the whole game and, and ended up falling 26-20 uh, to 20, uh, to West Marion. So now they got, you know, Seminary this week. Uh, so I believe, like I say, St. Stanislaus, especially with this win uh, coming up in which actually I'm looking at who I'm picking uh, and I'm actually picking Seminary to win 24-21. It's on the road, even though against the 0-2 Seminary team. Uh, even though I hope St. Stanislaus wins, I just believe Seminary will get this win. And I still think St. Patrick, I mean, St. Stanislaus will be in the playoffs in the top four. Gotcha. So that's a little sneak peek right there on the pick, huh? Yes, yes. Well, I came. I, I did bring up my, my picks, and the other pick, I know we, I don't want to digress and go back, but Resurrection, I actually have Resurrection winning 28-16 against uh, Richton, which the okay. Eagles, you know, 3-0 and in road games this season. So that's back in the 1A region. I, I digressed and went back there to tell you that pick. Oh, I appreciate it. So, um, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I was looking at that, and I know Jeff Davis and Wes Marion are always tough. Jeff Davis is I mean, definitely anybody that knows football in the state of Mississippi knows the bass field and the Jeff Davis. And we got to see Jeff yeah. Davis up close when they came to Picayune and played. And uh, they have uh, Malcolm Hartsong, a really good ball player there that uh, gave Picayune fit. So I couldn't imagine what he's going to do throughout 3A this year. And it's already showing with two wins already. And then uh, so I think St. Stanis also have their hands full, especially when they go when they play Jeff Davis. and But – it look, but it's looking like at least they're going to make it in there in that four spot, so or three or four spot, I guess, because Perry Central's sitting there with them. Yes, they, they are. They they should make it there again. They got they have Perry Central at home, and then to finish off with that Jefferson Davis County, and it was close to score with that Picayune and Jeff Davis. I didn't think it was going to be as close, but again, they have that player that that really made a difference. To get, I believe, it was an eight point win that they that Picayune had over. Jeff Davison County, but I look for them to win the region, and again for St. Stanislaus to get the third or fourth uh, 
ranking, but still just to make the playoffs uh, for any team is, is pretty good. Yeah, so we're going to go to the uh, 4A, and we'll do the 8-4A. Um, and like you said, there's only five teams in there, and you got your Moss Point Tigers sitting at uh, – 2-0, and the Green County 1-1, one and, one, and Stone 1-1, one and, one, and then Passing Bay 0-1. Oh um, how's, uh, like you, you had mentioned, four teams are still going to go, even though there's only five. So only one team's going to be left out. So what's your thinking on uh, Region 8 4A? Yeah, Moss Point has, has really proven, even though they Deuce had graduated, he's at, I believe, PR, or Hines, uh, that played there at Moss Point, but they still have Larry Sisson there, um, I'm drawing a blank on his name, believe it. That that great wide receiver there at Moss Point. They're yeah. two and zero. Stone is one and one. Uh, Larry Simmons. Yeah, it's Simmons. Yeah, he's so fast. I forget his name. Yes, but <laughs> so as far as Stone is new to the to the to the region, and so they are one and one. Moss Point's two and zero. Green County is there at one and one. I believe in Bay. Was I mean Green County has switched quarterbacks and they did lose the stone this past week. I actually watched the game on on the computer and it was back and forth, ten lead changes there. But as of right now, I have to get the respect to to Moss Point uh, that I believe that they're gonna with that win against Stone. They shut out Stone fourteen to nothing, and then you know last week they beat Pascal's Jam, which I thought Pascal's Jam would. It's a road trip, so I uh, Pascal's Jam coming off a bye week would get it done. So that's why Moss Point. You know, fans are like, hey, give us credit. You're going to give us credit now. Because, yes, it did beat Pastor Christian, and they actually did break into the top ten. So my uh, projections, which I've projected before, it's all on Facebook, on the Facebook page, uh, that Moss Point will win win the region. Um, the player, that, that player, the team that, that's out, that's just, man, I mean, Bay got shut out by Green. That was a surprise there. But Green County, like I said, switched some players up. They're playing good. Pastor Christian. You know, coming off the loss, and so this this week, Moss Point will be at Green County. They're projected to win Bay High at Pass Christian. I believe I'm I'm going with uh, looking it up here as far as Pass Christian. I'm having Pass Christian beat Bay, but Bay with Noah Cutter and his running game, that's almost a toss up. Uh, but I'm going with the home team in Pass Christian to get there. So I to, to say one team is going to be out, I would. I would have to, man, I'd have to lean maybe toward Bay High. But, you know, Green County, I hope all four coast teams make it. But, I would, you know, I could be wrong. But I would say Bay High may be the, the odd man out. Yeah, it's looking it's looking as of right now, even though they've only played one each, Bay and Pass, with the 0-1 record. Um, they're kind of at the bottom there, so one of them. But at least they still get to play each other, so then that's going to be – that's going to be huge for either of those teams. That they're really going to have to win that game to get that fourth spot, and uh, the way it's looking right now. So um, we'll go on. Yeah, that's, again, they play each other this week, so that's going to be a, a deciding factor there. Bam, and that's actually a two-game swing because if you're tied with them, then it goes to the heads up, and so it's a big game there. So it's you know between pass uh, at, and hosting Bay High this week. Yeah, essentially a playoff game for both of those teams right there. So it should be a really good game. And uh, We're going to move on to 7-4-A. And I know only one team on the coast is in that region, but we do have a lot of Popperville fans. So um, we're going to discuss them. And that's also Clay uh, Sweet and Jason Baker covered the Popperville Hornets each and every week on the uh, Talking Ball, y'all. So um, we're always 
glad to talk about Popperville, and they're they're fun to talk about because they're actually really really good. So, how's uh how what's your thoughts on seven four a? Well, I posted early in in the season after Poplarville, I had said that they were going to lose to Picayune, uh, which they they did, and it's not surprising. Picayune is obviously a great team, uh, but they would run the table, and that's what somebody said. So you telling me they're going to lose to Picayune, and they're not going to lose any more games? Yes, they're they're not going to. They're, that's what they're going to do, and they have done that thus far. So they've kept me in that way, uh, and this week is is I don't say easy game, but a struggling. You know, on the hosting of Forest County uh, this week, and, and Forest County has lost 11 straight games. So I would look, and the Hornets have won seven straight region games and nine straight home games. So they're playing at home, and I look for a projected 45 to six win for the Hornets. So I mean, that, I don't see anybody stopping them from from getting back. And again, you have to remember that seven region seven A will play who we just talked about region. Uh, 4A Region 8, so that's the Moss Point, Stone, Green County, so uh, Hornets, you know, no more St. Santa's loss than that, that's who they played a, a couple times, so I believe Poplarville, I stick to it as much as they've been doing that, they're not going to lose a, a game the rest of the way, and to get back to the state championship, and I know last year was a heartbreaker, um, and I was there the year before, there at USM, and uh, hopefully they can once again, finish it off. But still, to win South State that many times, it's just an awesome feat for them to do. And uh, I see Columbia, you know, they're 6-1, and one and I don't know how accurate Max Preps is, but they're they're showing points against that Columbia's giving up six points, where Popperville's giving up 20. So defense is there. So it should be a good matchup uh, in the weeks to, to come. Again, this week, Forest County will be at Popperville. Yeah, I think Columbia's the really, if you look at it, I don't have the other – you know, the other regions in the South. But I, I my thought in just talking around is uh, it's going to be Popperville or Columbia. Um, it, it doesn't matter who wins this region. I still think either one of them could end up at, uh, you know, winning South State or they could possibly face each other in South State because uh, Columbia has a really, really strong team this year. And uh, so, but Popperville, you know, guy, I mean, until they get knocked off, you kind of got to, you kind of got to keep rolling with them. So, yes, yes, you do, and they, they'll play. And I'm at Popperville shouldn't overlook Forest County. I'm pretty sure they they won't. They usually don't. They will host Columbia that next uh, next week uh, on the 22nd of October. Like I say, Clay, I know him. I met him a couple times, and of course he tags me on Coast Football on Twitter all the time with the podcast. And and great again that you guys are able to get this podcast going, and, and appreciate that. We try to get all the info out there to all the the fans on the on the coast. Yeah, so it's great, and uh, we're gonna move. We're gonna skip five A and come to the end since that's uh, my bread and butter uh, for Picayune. So we're gonna go to six A. Um, shape. I mean, that's shaping up for. I mean, really good uh, finish here. Um, uh, if you want to break, I'll let you break down six A since you've been. You actually watched Ocean Springs. I've seen Diablo and Gulfport play um, against Picayune, but I haven't seen any other teams. But uh, uh, talk a little bit about that six A region. Yeah, the 6A right now is is Ocean Springs. Actually, there's a three-way tie. Again, you can look at overall records. You have Harrison Central 6-0, Ocean Springs 6-0, but you can throw that out the, the window. It's all a matter about region play, which three teams right now are 3-0. That is Ocean Springs, Gulfport, and Harrison Central. Well, 
Gulfport will play at Harrison Central on Friday. So one of those O's will go. And uh, then you have Iberville. Of course, I was there again losing to Ocean Springs a couple weeks ago. The rest of the team, those are the four teams that will be in the playoffs. I mean, again, I hate to, you know, these teams work, they work all year round to get there. And I'm not downgrading any of them, but St. Martin, Pascagoula, St. Martin 1 and 2, Pascagoula, Biloxi, Hancock, all 0 and 3 in the region. It takes four wins, or statistically has taken four wins to get to a playoff position. So that tells you there, those 0 and 3 teams have to win out. Well, I mean, that's, they, they got to play the top teams that I just mentioned. So, and I hate to say they're out, but they're they're out. So it's going to come down to, and the Iville losing Ocean Springs, again, that's a two-game swing. So right now, Gulfport and Harrison Central, that is almost going to be not, I mean, they can almost get locked in or pretty much inside track to at least a second seed because still Ocean Springs has to play Gulfport and Harrison Central. So it's just turning out to be a great uh, uh, turnout here. And again, Ocean Springs this week, will be at Pascagoula. They can't overlook Pascagoula. They're disappointing this year. They're 1-6. and six. But Pascagoula and their overall record of, of who they played, I went back and I reported last week and did the strength of schedule. And, and they say, okay, who are their opponents? What's their combined record? Well, Pascagoula has combined record of their opponents of 19-7. and seven. So, I mean, they, you know, they've lost to Wayne County. That was 4-0. Gose, they're 4-0. Harrison Central 4-0, Gulfport 4-2. That's all the teams who they've lost to. So they just had bad breaks, and they have great players, just couldn't get the win, and their first time or back in 6A this year. So who's going to win it? Ocean Springs is looks to win it and, and to go all the way to state, if I can say that, which I just did. But they, you know, the offense, 45 points a game before they shut out Biloxi last week. They scored 35 points. That's a – a school record if they can maintain it 45 points a game the defense all of a sudden shows up and has has put it to several of the, the teams uh, shutting out Biloxi so if you get a combination of high powered offense and then you throw in a, a pretty good defense that's that's a deadly combination that's why Ocean Springs is highly favored to to win it all uh, the region and and then you know to go all the way there the state, like I say, last time that they went to, uh, to South State was 2009, and that's when the 6A was formed, was 2009. So they've been the only Coast team uh, in 6A to go to a South State Championship game. So that's a that's that uh, there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, so you answered that one on how far you thought Ocean Springs could go. So you think... Uh, they got a really great shot at um, going to state. Um, I mean, if they can get through their their region, the other region has seems to be down a little bit um, from what I've seen from past. I'm not saying they're they're bad football teams, but just based off of records and stuff. Except Oak Grove, Oak Grove seems to be the real deal every year over the last few years. So, um, I, w- I want to ask you this before we get to five A though, because. Um, Coast football kind of gets a bad rap because of 5A, I mean, because of 6A in the playoffs. Um, do you think this year they could be the year that they come out and win maybe maybe three of the playoff games? Man, I, I certainly hope so. I know there's – I know I'm a stat man, and going back, I don't have the stat in front of me, but they there were several seasons recently that they got swept. They, the South, the, the, the region got swept out the playoffs the first week. And that is just disappointing there. I know Hancock back uh, a few years back, 
made it and, and played at Oak Grove. I went to that game and they ended up losing. Uh, so, yes, we need to, to get the respect down here. You have to win. And, unfortunately, 6A just has not gone deep into the playoffs. Gulfport did win uh, a playoff game a couple of years ago. But since then, it's just been – and, and even Diaville has won. Just there's not hasn't been a deep run by a 6A team uh, in a while. So, until we do that, the South, the North will look down, you know, and say, hey, there's no competition here. I say the South, I mean, we still got to play, like you said, Oak Grove teams. But um, I believe Ocean Springs is primed. I mean, they're, they're, they're rolling it. I've seen it firsthand how they, they are. And uh, like I say, to add in that defense, uh, they are just uh, a team to be reckoned with. And now they go on the road at, at Pascagoula. And I do have them winning that game, even though that series has been the stat is crazy in that, that series. I have them winning 47-27. And out of the Panthers actually lead the series 21-14, but they split the last uh, four games with the home team winning. Well, the average score of the 35 games that they played in this series has been Ocean Springs 20, Pascagoula 19. So, I mean, that's just crazy that it's the stats that they've scored so many, they've played so many games and their points are so close together. But, this year's a little bit different. Hopefully they won't overlook uh, Pascagoula. They do have St. Martin coming in, in town next week. Ocean Springs does the following week. So that's, again, a, a team that could be dangerous, St. Martin, but uh, Ocean Springs looks to, to run away with it. They're doing now. They're our number one team ever since the preseason, and they've held that uh, with this, they're coming out tonight of the top ten rankings come out tonight, and they're still number one. Yeah, we. I was uh... – Whenever I was telling one of the coaches on the picking staff to score when Ocean Springs was playing Diaberville, and he looked at me and he said, "That's no surprise." He said, "Ocean Springs is really good. We pl- picking actually played Ocean Springs in the spring of uh, and during spring football. So they they picking those coaches over there knew exactly how good Ocean Springs was going to be this year. So um, they were not surprised by the Diaberville score, which I was I was very surprised. I thought Diaberville." When we played them um, and got to watch them play, I thought their defense was was very outstanding. But uh, that just goes to show you how good Ocean Springs is this year. Yes, yes. I'd like to say seen it, and I think Diaville to win. They're at home. I mean, the home field does have a little bit for me, a little give them a little bit of points there. But I had Diaville winning thirty three to twenty eight, and they did not do it. So <laughs> they, got, they, they got kind of behind and they couldn't, you know, to, to make it back. So, so yes, the, the, the Ivyville, I mean, they're five and one, their overall opponents record there is 20 and 15. So that's not, not too bad. They're Ocean Springs. Their, their player teams, they played 15 and 14. They're overall, they played one team with a winning record. Now you're going to play the teams that are in front of you. That's all you could do. But, you know, just to give you an idea, Ocean Springs running over people and they had their, their opponent's record is, you know, 15 to 14, which, I mean, they're, they're still good, but, you know, that's where that strength of schedule comes in and part of our rankings that we do. Right, yeah, and they, they'll get tested a little more with, I mean, you know, against better teams, Harrison Central, who's undefeated, and Gulfport, who, um, who's a really solid team. I got to see them, too, so um, they're going to have some tough ones ahead before playoffs get to here. And then, uh, so we're going to oh, yeah. Yeah, the, the last two games are on the road for Ocean Springs at Gulfport and at Harrison Central. So oh, well, yeah. we'll see what they're made of there on the road. Yeah, that's that's that'll be a good test for them. 
So we're going to go into uh, Region uh, 4, 5A, which is one I cover every week as far as covering Picayune. Um, give me your thoughts on uh, the, what you think about Region 4, 5A, and uh, then I'll see what – got a few questions we'll dive in a little deeper. Well, that, that was that's the toughest region I've posted before the season started and during the season. I mean, with George County coming in there, and they we had them ranked uh, second to start the season, and then they just – you know, I went back-to-back loss of losing to Ocean Springs and at Wayne County. Uh, but, you know, with East Central, East Central seems to be a little bit undersized from what I could tell on, or I've seen, but they, you know, ended up losing to you guys to pick you last week. Yeah. Uh, but Gaucher, they've really come on, and I picked Gaucher to beat George County when they played them. I know they played at, on the road, but I thought it was Gaucher's year. And it's still Gaucher has the weapons. They have the the quarterback and, and the wide receivers, and I believe it's it's this year, you know, for Gaucher, they'll make the playoffs. East Central, so again, this goes the top four that will make the playoffs are Picayune, George County, East Central, and Gaucher. Unfortunately, Pearl River Central, one and two, Van Cleve, one and two, West Harrison, 0 and three, and Long Beach, 0 and three. They, they have not been officially eliminated from the playoffs, but they've been eliminated from the playoffs in my, <laughs> my stature. And again, nothing from those teams and players. They put in the hard work and they want to win just as well. Just because I say it doesn't mean it's, it's, you know, the law. But uh, just given the stats and what they're doing, it would take something crazy for them to happen. But Picayune doing what they do best. They're the last coast team to win a state championship. We were there when, when they won it back in 2013. In fact, the last two state championships come from Picayune from the coast, 2013-2011, and uh, back we called one of our state championship games. But getting back to what you're asking for, as far as Picayune and George County, those are the two that it's going to come down to. Um, and Picayune will be there now on their second road trip, if our second road trip of three. Yeah. So it's going to be the third road trip is going to be at George County. So that's where uh, – Initially, when I spoke to George County on a couple of weeks ago, they had me on the radio show. I was leaning at that time because they still had to play a couple of games, and, and so did Picayune. I leaned toward George County. Now, if the game was in Picayune, and I lean, I would Picayune would be favored. Right now, no official pick, but I'm would lean right now toward uh, George County and just their their players that they have and, and I mean pick you I mean it's just a hard game. It'll be a great game. It'll be the game of the week in, in my opinion. Yeah, that's gonna be it's setting up for a great one there. And then I know um my my I got Picky and George County I, I believe that's a pick 'em, you know, it could go either way. Um so and especially with Picky being on the road at three, I mean, um unless something changes, um it, you almost if you're just picking them just to pick without any ties to any school, I mean, you almost got to go with the home team in that game. I mean, not saying you will. I mean, you still got a week. You still got another week to decide on that one. So, um, what Gaucher, in my opinion, is just kind of that wild card. I know they lost to, I know they lost to, uh, George County, but, um, Picayune and East Central being, you know, predominantly running teams. Um, I, I look for Gaucher to be a real, real threat to both of those teams coming up. Yes, yes, it, it is. That's the same way as long as I said George County, a passing team, and and Gaucher definitely is the advantage. You know that Picayune has, of course, is they'll be hosting 
go say in that last game of the season there on the 4th of November, which has now, of course, moved to the Thursday instead of a Friday. But, you know, again, my initial pick right now, you're playing that pick Yoon. I mean, Gauthier, you know, if they, they reel off the next couple wins, which they, they are favored to win this week at Van Cleve. Um, my initial pick is that they're going to be favored to win at East Central. And then, of course, PRC, they'll play at, at PRC. Uh, but I'm sorry, you guys – Picune will go. I would have yeah, to we got that Picune will play at Gauthier. So yeah. that that you know that could be something there again. Picune playing these the last four games, five games, four of them are road games. You know that that could wear and tear on them. Uh, as I've seen it firsthand with with our road trips there with the Bulldogs, the Gulf Coast. So the Picune is just a different team, even though it you know with the new coach there a couple of years in and. Um, I just, they're going to be there. Pick is going to be there. Uh, will they beat George County? They have West Harrison this week, which they're going to, they're going to be uh, there, which the score that I have for the, for that game, uh, it's going to be 47-14. So that's what the Maroon Tide leads the series eight to nothing. Of course, 2000, I believe seven or nine, uh, West Harrison just formed and the average score has been 53 to 14 Pick so I don't see why it's going to be any different. Now, Hurricanes do put up a fight, and they put up a fight with George County there till the end, but George County was able to to pull away, you know, against uh, West Harrison to get that win. It was, what, 49-21. Yeah, they, they they were leading at halftime 21-20, to 20, and I was looking at that score like, oh, wow, that's that's wild. And then, uh, yes. and then uh, George County just decided to start playing in that second half, and uh, – didn't let up, and uh, like you said, West Harrison fights, and I think that's a tribute. To, I had Coach Quincy. I interviewed Coach Quincy today for uh, our preview podcast episode, which would be a separate one on uh, for West Harrison, and uh, I, I think he's a really good guy. Uh, West Harrison just been proven to be a hard place to play. I mean, to win as of right now, and uh, but I, I I really like Coach Quincy, and hope that uh, he can get that program turned around in in the future. And uh, but. Uh, have you have you got to see Dayon Bilbo play at Bankley? No, I have not. I've seen the, the highlights when they can get him on the highlight reel when he's so so quick there. So I know he just made the top ten ESPN top ten last week. He was seventh of a the play that he made last week. He didn't go for a touchdown, but I don't know if you had seen. Well, yeah, you seen? Yeah, you I seen. No, I wasn't. I wasn't there, but it, no, I wasn't at that one. But I was at uh, that was they they played uh George County. They oh, played man. George County. They played yeah, George they County. Did. It was George County. Yeah, they played George County, and me and Ricky had did our pre preview episode for Picuni Central, and that was one of them that we said to watch. That um, we thought Van Clee would keep it close early, just based off of uh, Bilbo, and that kid is just man. He's, I mean, for anybody that can do what he does, when when everyone at the whole stadium knows he's getting a ball. It's just phenomenal, um, and really polite young man. We were able to catch him after the Picayune game, and uh, um, really, really wish him the best. He's, I can't believe there's not a lot of schools after him. Or, I mean, I should say a lot, but I can't believe there's in, not any schools yeah. after him. You know, I mean, I know he's a little undersized as far as like what the bigger schools are looking for, but man, he can play football. Yeah, he's fifth. I'm looking now. He's he's fifth in the state. I'm sorry, fifth. In the nation, I got Max Preps up there. He's fifth in the nation at 17, 17 yards on the season. Uh, uh, leader is 20, uh, 34 leading in the nation, whoever that is. Uh, 
and wherever he's from. But he's being fifth in the nation. You know, he just – and like you said, they know he's going to run the ball, and yet they still – can't stop him. So he's just a, a great, phenomenal player, and he'll he'll get offers. That's what you know. We're here. That's what I like to do. Is I say you know to shine the light on as many coast players as as we can, and doing this podcast, and you got what you guys do, and just a combination, you know, just to shine the light on coast players. As you know, I feel there's slight, you know, some bias of, of the teams up north. They get more a little bit more attention than the teams you know down south. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you, and that's what me and Ricky said too. As uh, as we've been doing this, that's why I went and caught the uh, Harson kid from Jeff Davis, and then I went and got Bilbo for an interview after that game. It was just one of those things where, yeah, we cover Picune, but we also want to shine a light on the other players, not just Picune. So, because um, I think if all of us win down here, you know, we gotta we gotta look out for each other, and I think. Uh, the yeah. better that all the other kids doing and the other you know other schools are doing, it's a better you know just better for all of us. And I think I honestly think coast football's really really starting to, on a big upward uh, trend. I mean, just look at the teams. I mean, Picune's been kind of the shining light for the last few years. Um, but I that I mean the way six A is kind of coming around, I, it just looks like it's uh, getting better, and hopefully that'll stick around. Oh, yes, well, definitely, I believe it, it is getting the attention as it deserves. Again, you know, with, with Max Preps, with their rankings, you know, with Ocean Springs, you know, they're showing third, and you have Diaville 12th, Picayune 16th in the state. Now, again, they use strictly strength of schedule. I like to use a combination of it because they they have, you know, Gaucher, uh ranked 10th, which, you know, we have them, have them 8th. Uh, in the top ten, so there's just different teams that have Biloxi ranked ninth, and we don't have Biloxi in the top twelve. They're one and four, but Biloxi, you know, has played the top teams. And talking about the SOS, the strength of schedule, their combined opponents are twenty four and four. Oh, That's wow. who they played from Poplarville, of course. Poplarville, which I picked Poplarville to beat Biloxi, they did. You know, from Pearl, which is up north, Yaberville, Harrison Central. You know, the lone win came against East Central. They're being one of four. So, you know, Max Press has them ranked 10th, uh, who went by their records, excuse me, ninth, and we don't even have them in the, in the top 10, you know, top 12, just because they're one and four. They they play tough teams, but they haven't won. So, you know, that that's just, you know, how it goes there. With Picayune, we still have them ranked second. Um, their strength of schedule there, they are 18 to 16 before last week. You know, their overall opponent's record and again, they lost to the five and one, you know, uh, Warriors at the Iberville. So Picayune, over a matter of time, you know, the Iberville moved up to third. And just because, like I say, the Iberville beat Picayune, well, why ain't they ahead of Picayune? Well, it's the the last week Picayune went on the road and beat the, the very good East Central team. That road trip on the road win it strengthens your schedule. It looks at the voters look at that. The Iberville played at home and they won by two points over a Pascagoula team that. Is decent, but they just haven't won the game. So over time, over the next couple of weeks, Diablo wins and Picayune wins. It's just going to be the strength of schedule will push probably Diablo back over the top of, of Picayune uh, for that second spot. But again, that's for the fans and the rankings. Glad that we're able to do it and bring it out. You know, every Tuesday, uh, the top ten. Yeah, and that's always more exciting when you got stuff like that to look at, ranking stuff, get you through the week, and get 
talking and everybody can chatter back and forth. Well, Matt, tell everyone how they can follow you. I mean, I know a lot of people that's listening probably already know how to follow you, but I know you're on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, give everyone a, a, how to follow you, what to look for. Yeah, on, on Twitter is at Coast Football. I have a couple Twitter accounts, but that's that's the high school one at Coast Football. If you just want to coast high school sports in general, it's it's uh, the Twitter account, which of course I was trying to bring it up. But that's the other one is Coast High School uh, Football. I'm sorry, Coast High School Sports, Coast HS Sports. If you want all the other sports besides football, but Coast Football on Twitter and then on Facebook is Golf Coast High School Football, uh, powered by Matt Stats. But if you type in Golf Coast High School Football, that will be great there. Again, just like you probably do, I do this for free. There's, uh, you know, the time it takes me to do the stats, to do the blitz on Friday. I tweet out the blitz on Friday, Every not every matchup, but the top matchups. And, and again, those different uh, stats that I like to, to do, like I just told you about, you know, the average score between Picayune and West Harris is 53 to 14. So just to give those different stats, they'll po- they'll be going out at n- in the noon hour on Friday. And then they can follow, like I say, for live updates. And I know you guys tag me in, in your score where you're at. And it uh, all will come to uh, a head that first uh, weekend of December, as it usually does. And it's in Jackson, the state championships and, you know, we got a lot of time to get there from here to there, and it'll be fun to watch. And glad you guys uh, had me on there and invite me back anytime. And I'll try to be uh, talk a little bit less. Nah, you did great. This is fun. I mean, I know uh, um, Clay tells me not to worry about how long I, I do them. So, uh, I, so you know, shame on. I mean, good good for him to tell me that because he don't. <laughs> you know, because we'll, I'll just keep talking, and uh, we just love uh, high school. Go ahead. There's the one stat I wanted to give out for was you're talking about the, the getting respect for the, the at least the six A teams, but the one stat since 2007 and to last year, that's uh, what 14 years. There's been for 13 the last 14 years. There's been a coast team represented in a state championship game uh, in 2007 with George County. The only year was 2010 we didn't have a coast team representing in one of the classes. And, in fact, 2015, St. Stanislaus and Resurrection both played. And then 2019, that's where I went up there, Picayune and Poplarville both played. Now, yes, unfortunately, and then last year, of course, Poplarville played. And I brought it up earlier, unfortunately, the last time that a coast team has won a state championship was Picayune back in 2013. But the schools are getting there, so that is that is great to have – that many every year a coast team is representing in some class and so we're getting this you know the the light shine on all the coast players as it should be and then the bernard back blackwell all-star game is back in golf court in that december so we'll go down there and watch the, the players there and you know congratulations to all the players that made the all-star team you can find that on our twitter feed that we tweeted out you know all the players that that made that team so enjoy this time for the players and support them and, and appreciate everybody's support of of high school football well matt i appreciate your time and uh love following you on twitter and facebook and uh appreciate you uh sharing our stuff and uh hope to meet you uh soon and uh talk with you again yes i appreciate it david and good luck to you guys and with picayune and just tag me when this is aired and We'll get it out to all the fans and see what they say. Thanks, man.